Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, we're back. Unfortunately. <laughs> He's, uh... Mac Blake is here. How you doing, Mac? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. Just <laughs> Mac Blake Robot is I'm here. I'm a robot. Place. Uh, I just saw The Avengers. Oh. It was uh, quite good. I don't want to do spoilers for people if they haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, like, fucking Lisa Friedrich spoiled... A pretty big thing for me on Twitter, and I got Whoa. very mad. Um, still mad, you, Lisa? Uh, not really. That being said, it was quite good. I really enjoyed it. Did you have you seen it? I did see it. I posted on Facebook. Oh, okay. I, I put it on Facebook because I, I I couldn't see it, like opening night or whatever. Sure, me. Yeah, I, I, I clearly I saw it today. At yeah. <laughs> so I was like, if you spoil Avengers for me, I will cut you out of my life with relish. Yeah. yeah. And then I went on the status and I like turned off notifications. Right. After I saw it, I went back and yeah, the worst jokes from people. <laughs> step up, step up your joke game, guys. Uh, I liked it though. I thought it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. It was the other night we're sitting there and Mar- I was pissed off about the spoiler I got mm-hmm. and Maris was like, I've only heard one spoiler and I was like, don't tell me. She's like, it's like a cameo. I'm like, I don't want to know. Don't spoil it. So we come, we watch the movie. For so- somewhere... She got the idea in her head that Paddington Bear was going to have a cameo in this movie. What? <laughs> and she got out of the movie and she was so disappointed. And like, I would be too if yeah. I spent the entire movie expecting Paddington. And she was going to tell me, like, at the end of the movie, she's like, you know, we're getting really close to the end. Like, I don't know where he's going to, how he's going to, is it going to be like a post credit thing? What an insane experience. <laughs> To be watching in two and a half hours, just looking for Paddington, yeah, just Bear. waiting for Paddington to drop. Oh, that made me laugh real hard. Sorry, baby, I, I had to blow your spot up a little bit. Uh, um, let's get to Freaky Links. Whoo! What did you think of these episodes? Okay, so I thought uh, real quick overview. I thought episode three sucked. Three was real bad, and I thought four got better. It was better than three, but it wasn't as good as two. Yeah, two showed a lot of promise. Yeah, that they decided. have not lived up to at all uh episode three uh edith keeler must die is the name of this episode that sounds like an intriguing title chris will that ever be paid off <laughs> no it certainly will not yeah. it will be brought up in yeah. the, the beginning of the episode in a way that makes you think it will be paid off yeah. and then they will never mention it again uh um, it just totally seemed like uh should we get to it now or yeah yeah it's like, fine so there's just some character with a shirt some rando guy and the shirt says edith keeler must die and, and he asks who edith keeler is yeah and he says, get out of here. Yeah. And then that's it. It's just like a little inside joke, I guess. Uh, it appears as though... Oh, did you... you I'm just Googling it right now. Uh-huh. That Edith Keeler is a character in an episode of Star Trek called The City on the Edge of Forever. Oh, I know that. That's one where they go to some planet or reality where it's like a... <laughs> yes, it's probably that Star yeah. Trek episode where they go to some planet or reality. But it's like uh, like gangster-style Chicago. Right. Like, uh, you know, Prohibition era Chicago. Gotcha. And they're like, eh, hey, turn in your heaters. And Spock's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, what's a heater? You know, or something like that. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Edith Keeler is apparently a character in that episode of Star Trek. Okay, well, since this episode's about... Uh, Mole people. Yeah, that totally ties in. It doesn't tie in at all. So this episode is... Uh, uh, Chloe is in New York for yeah. a uh, psychiatric conference of some kind. She's giving some presentation. Yeah, he's like, I need some help. He being, of course, our, our hero. Even Embry. I thought it was like, is this how every episode's going to begin? Like, let's call Chloe. And Chloe's like, I got a paper. I'm at a conference. <laughs> yeah. I have an actual life. 
Uh, there seems to be a bit, a bit of that in the first episode. Second episode, she's all in. Yeah. She's just out in the woods with these assholes. Yeah. Uh, and I think there might be something where they played a couple of these episodes out of uh, order. Because uh. she, I think maybe, only because she says at one point, like, in the beginning of this episode, she says, like, I just spent all weekend in the woods with you or whatever. But you definitely didn't. Like, I've seen oh. this episode. And now this episode, the fourth episode, which is episode four, according to the episode guide, uh, they were just in the woods all weekend. Yeah. That's interesting. I totally, yeah, I missed that, but no, that's true. Um, so he finds, he gets, they sent a videotape. It's a woman on the news. She, it's like a news reporter. She's talking about something about dogs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then behind her, a uh, homeless guy gets dragged into the sewer by something. Uh, who knows what? We'll find out in the episode. Spoiler alert, it's mole people. Mm-hmm. They don't really do a whole lot of like, it opens with them, like him going like, oh, we're going to finally be able to prove, you know, alligators in the sewer, which is like the urban legend. Yeah. Uh, they kind of give up on that real fast, and then it's, it's like, oh, well, then it's definitely mole people. Like, there's no way it's not mole people. This episode, I mean, maybe talk about it as it goes, but like, I feel like this was a poorly done. If this is following an X Files format, this one missed the mark. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I didn't care about the monsters. We don't really even get to the monster until the last like ten minutes of the episode, yeah. and then when we get to the monster, it's just like a pale faced human in a hoodie. It's not even, yeah, there was nothing particularly scary about it. Um, it's like, we do you think we care more about how radical Derek is or yeah. something? Because we sure don't. Or I don't, at least. I certainly don't. And what I also don't enjoy is them, so they show, okay, first off, uh, another question this episode, both of these episode raises, yeah. is where do these people live? We thought it was oh, California, yeah. but then they drive overnight to New York, so it's definitely not at New California. Yeah, I was like, uh, they talked about bringing a car at some point. I was like, you rented a car in New York? What are you, stupid? Yeah. And then... How did they get there? Yeah. I, but then I guess if they drove, because she's driving back... Yeah. Then yeah, uh, that makes no sense. Uh, but they show up in New York, because she ref- they want her to go interview the news reporter lady. She won't do it, because she's busy. So they like, oh, we'll just go. And they like, we'll just crash in her hotel that's being paid for by... Somebody else? She says, like, at some point she's like, uh, room service, I'm not paying for it. Who do you work for? Yeah, I guess this conference is a huge deal and has invited her in, uh, which that plays, that <laughs> that gets betrayed later on. And then she meets that dude from Better Call Saul. Yes. The handsome lawyer who works with uh, Michael McKean. I forget his name. Yeah, I no one knows his name. Uh, although I do know the name of one actor in the next episode, and it's Ron Canada. And I, it came up guest starring Ron Canada. And so that, I don't know why, but that's my favorite, like... That's almost uh, like it's a, a fake name you make when you're fleeing the country. Well, that's uh, when Michael Vick, uh, you know, America's premier dogfighter and mm-hmm. sometime quarterback... When he went to an STD clinic, he gave the name Ron Mexico. <laughs> so Ron Canada, just a little bit. Maybe uh, that's like a nicer STD. So they show up. They meet the report. They crash fucking Chloe's hotel room. Yeah. And this annoyed me, too. They're suddenly like, like if we were supposed to mean, if we were supposed to believe that they were stoned, yeah. then I'd be like, okay, fine. That's what these characters are. They're kind of goofball stoners. The three of them just show up in our hotel. They're like watching an old like shitty cheesy movie about alligators oh, in the sewers real yeah, bad the worst and they're just like oh, this. they're like they're laughing in such a way that th- would imply those characters are stoned yeah at I, one point he says we should rewind it to see if he if it if it does it again like the the monster like in the movie they're watching breaks through a wall or whatever and he's like we should rewatch it to see if he does it again mm. what yeah they're so like 
I mean, Derek is a little annoying, but that he's like laughing so obnoxiously and they're eating snacks or whatever. So yeah. I think it's pretty much implied that they're stoned, which, uh, I mean, it's fine. It's but, fine, but like either have them be stoners or don't have them be stoners. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Like you have to nail down who these characters are in some way. And oh. they just seem to be floating everywhere. So before they go to New York, they're back at their crash pad or Freaky Links HQ. Yeah. And the power goes, goes out. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, Land says something to Derek, like, you haven't paid your power bill? And he's like, not really. And then, oh, never mind. I wrote down in my notes, and then you bought three plane tickets to New York? <laughs> but then I, I guess they drove. That's I fine. guess they drove. But also, like, here's my issue with that. She, so she does, that happens. Mm-hmm. And then later she's talking to Chloe, and she's like... Uh, Man, she doesn't. He just he really flies by the seat of his pants or whatever. Makes yeah. it up as he goes along, and Juan's uh, like, "Yeah, yeah, he really does." And Chloe kind of like goes like, "Ha, huh, what an idiot!" And she's like, well, "No, I think it's amazing." Like, yeah, that's his gift. That's his gift. Like, what are you talking? He's like, anybody else would give up and get a job. Yeah, you should. Yeah, <laughs> you're almost homeless. That, uh, that's but, like when you call street kids like travelers. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Eh, I don't <laughs> know. No, not so much. Yeah. The- uh, there's also a line. I'm trying to remember if it's... It's definitely in this episode where she says to... Where Chloe says to... uh, to, She's pissed at them for taking over the the hotel room and, like, Mm -hmm. barging into her life. And she's like, you approach everything like you're surfing. You see a wave, you jump on it. Somebody in front of you, you plow right through them. (laughs) Is that a train of surfing? I didn't know surfing was full contact. Yeah, you try to get rid of the waves. (laughs) I go out there and I crush the waves. You just That's where your surfboard is for... She also, water. she also then said at one point she picks up the camera on without them knowing it. This is interesting. And she's filming them. Yeah. And she's like, uh, there's so and so and there's you know, Derek and Jason. She says something about the two of them, and then she says to how she said, there's the once human ba- uh, lawn now fully assimilated. Boy is she assimilated. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Really? I mean, I like is that a Borg reference, but also Derek is like fucking around with Jason. Right. And at some point, sticks his feet in Jason's face, <laughs> which that's a you can catch a beating. Yeah, for yeah. That. Like, you can catch a yeah for sure. Yeah, but then, I once this is a complete non sequitur. Yeah. I was outside of Penn Station once, mm-hmm. and there was I saw two homeless dudes get in a fight because of that very thing. One dude stuck his foot in the other guy's face. And he was like, "They don't smell, smell it," and then he just started fighting. Uh, <laughs> that absolutely can catch you a beatdown. But Lan, who uh, seems to be the most responsible, well, I don't know what Jason's story is, but. Oh, I think he's just an idiot. Yeah, okay. It appears to be he's just dumb. But she really is laying it on land. It's like, leave her alone. But it was a a weird moment because it never really... It didn't pay off because what yeah. I expected to happen there was for them to then see that tape mm-hmm. and like get insulted or something and then have to come back together or whatever. But it never paid off in any way. Yeah. Um, There's no stakes with their friendship. Like, Chloe is trying to be like responsible and be at this conference... And Derek is like single mind, like he's. I thought like he sacrificed. He's not paying the fucking uh, power bill, right? And now he's. But clearly, he bought like a battery backup yeah. for the computers or whatever. And he clearly is like pissing off Chloe. And I was like, oh, this is where this episode is leading, where he's gonna have to make some choices or his lifestyles. But then at the end, Chloe's like, <laughs> adventure forever. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> nope, I guess it doesn't matter. Like, there's no like real, you know. No, yeah, it doesn't yeah. pay off at all. Yeah. Her like being the responsible one or whatever. She's just no longer the responsible one. Uh, at one point, she's like... So they, they eventually, they meet up with the reporter lady. She tells them what they saw. Yeah. The, the Her boss thought she hoaxed it to get noticed or whatever. Uh, so they're like, oh, well, we have to go to where it happened and go down in the sewer. Uh, and Lon's like, I want. why do I have to stay up here? 
Mm. So like, because you know, somebody like you can go for help or whatever if something happens. And she's like, it's just because I'm a girl. And she goes, and Derek says, well, you are a girl. And then everyone's like, oh. But like, also, not that you're a girl. But, like, I don't understand those characters. They're always like, mm-hmm. why do I have to be up here with all this safety? Like, yeah, I would absolutely be the. I'll wait up here and call up, make a phone call. Why, why does she... She's too smart to want to be in the mix of a bunch of, like, shit that's eating people. Yeah. Plus, mm-hmm. also, it's going into the sewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why so, are you, I think like, it's a subway tunnel. Stop being sexist. Let me go into mm-hmm. a sewer or yeah, yeah. a subway tunnel, like, full of mole people. Full of rats and mole people. And, like... Homeless people, and that's the other thing that's annoying. It's like, is it mole people? We like homeless people live in the subway system in New oh. York. That's a thing. It just it, like there's documentaries about it. Yeah, it's dark days. Thing. It's very good. But like, so then that can't be a monster if that's actually just a thing. Mm. And they meet these homeless people. One of which is a a fucking rapist. Oh yeah. And then we are just supposed to like also kind of feel sorry for them. They like so they're in the sewer and there's oh there's a noise there's a noise there's a noise they get attacked. Uh, they kind of fight him off for a little bit. These two bros, two bros. One with a fresh haircut. Both of Well, I will say this about every person living in that yeah. subway system. Freshly showered. The lot of them. Mm-hmm. Not one of them had like a <laughs> smudge on their fucking cheek or mm-hmm. anything. They're all very clean. Uh, in a brand new jacket. Like a brand new orange leather like baseball jacket or whatever. But then uh, they have this fight. And they're like, you got any money? And like, no. It's like, how about we just help ourselves to some of that tasty treat yeah, or whatever. Disgusting. And it's like, no, you're a ra- Like, ew. And then that also annoyed me. She, he says that. Derek jumps in front of her, and she's like, I can take care of myself, and like tries to push him out of the way. No, you can't. You're a 90-pound nerd girl. I don't know why <laughs> you think suddenly you can defend yourself against two rapists. In the dark. Yeah, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, when we finally calm down, and again, like they're just like, no, rapists, we just want to talk. talk. Yeah, yeah. They go down to the... Uh, the tunnel people's like main lair, right? And Chris, what are they eating down there? They're eating uh, uh what do they call it? Track oh. rabbit, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is rats. Yeah. It is uh, it's rats on like 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 rat kebabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek takes a nice big fucking bite out of one. Yeah, Derek, like some sort of shitty vice reporter. Yeah, is yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm gonna blend in. Yeah, I'm eating rat that too. too. It's yeah. like Derek, stop fucking. I also read, what I also enjoy is like they didn't like. Like skin, they just took a dead rat, stuck mm. it on a stick, and and cooked it. Essentially, is what we're about to believe. There's just like fur on it still. Yeah. Like it's like a Mel Brooks movie. At that point. <laughs> also, uh, the guy's like, "Why you take a? Why'd you take a camera?" And the guy's like, "You think I give a shit? I don't, I don't think he said shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you think I care, care about, about a camera? camera? I got a whole stack of them over there. And I'm like, well, then you have a whole stack of cameras. Why the fuck are you eating rats? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go sell. They have like boxes and boxes of like DVD players and shit. Yeah. Go sell one of those and get a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. Or a hotel room. You've got thousands of dollars worth of electronic equipment there. Um, you go, like if we see something, we just reach out and take it. Like mm. we see something we want, we just reach out and take it. And then bring it back to the sewer? Like, yeah. I that seems like... You guys are like a bad foot clan from the first Ninja Turtles movie. And they, they, continue, <laughs> they continue to play in this episode the idea that, that Chloe is like the skeptic. She's not ready to believe that there's an alligator in the sewer or a monster in the sewer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is annoying me because you have dealt with not one, but two supernatural occurrences recently yeah. yourself. So, like, why are you still like, oh, I don't believe any of this? Uh, there's also a crazy line that is completely just, they just blow right past it. Mm-hmm. 
where they say uh, there's something about a finger, right? They find like a finger oh. in the, in, on the ground or whatever because yeah. like one of the homeless guys gets killed. And they go, oh, it's just like because uh, you've got he, he says like you've got uh, Ma- uh, Millard Fillmore's finger in a jar back at the house. Mm-hmm. And then Lon says it's Warren G. Harding and it's not a finger. Mm-hmm. And then they don't talk about that again. But you're telling me Derek has a president's dick in a jar at his house, and we're just we're just we're done with that conversation. We don't have to talk about that anymore. All you needed is one of the character like smirk or like give a little like chuckle or just something to uh, indicate that, that it's a joke. joke. They, it is yeah. not implied to be no. It is told as a fact. Yeah, he has Warren G. Harding's penis in a jar. Where's that episode of Freaky Links? <laughs> hey, you guys want to see something? It was sure. real freaky. I wonder if the head from the first episode is just in there sucking on yeah. <laughs> the same jar. Put it in the jar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, put oh. that in the old body jar. Yeah, give him something to do. Uh, um, uh, hold on. What is it? I have a note here. I don't know what it means. Unless we find one that won't, he's not a cop. Oh, because uh, the psychiatrist guy works for the oh, police. Oh, right. He, he's like a he's like a shrink for the cops or whatever. Yeah. And that comes into play not at all. Uh, except I think that for some reason she is then he gets her into interview. So they all get arrested in the sewer. Yeah. Uh, for whatever <laughs> they all get arrested in the sewer. They're sitting in a holding cell. Jet Derek and Jason, and they're kind of complaining about it. Eli, the rapist, is in there with them, mm-hmm. and uh, Jason goes like. Lon's over it somewhere mixing it up with the cast of Caged Heat, and we're in here with whatever. And it's like, okay, that like don't imply your like dirty sex movie shit mm-hmm. with your friend in jail because that she's if it is she's getting raped, and that's like not funny. It's like real gross. <laughs> yeah. They also don't ref, like they got out of jail. She's just out. Like it doesn't yeah. nothing happens. Uh, but they say like we're me- we're both facing a misdemeanor charge of theft. Of what? What I did think, they steal? I thought they blamed them for... Like all the shit down there? The like camera, this? yeah. Oh. Like but that's didn't... their camera. Yeah, well, he said, this is my camera. And I think the cops were like, hey, we're racist or something. <laughs> or just, they're garbage. I don't know. Uh, they basically get out... Like, So they go to jail for a minute. They get out of jail. Yeah. She gets to go interview Eli. Uh, Chloe gets to interview Eli because they tell her like, she's a psychiatrist or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that matters. And a second time, he's like, he looks at her, he's like... She says something to him, and he's like, if I wasn't handcuffed, you know what I'd be doing to you? Stop making this kid a rapist. He doesn't need to be a rapist yeah. again. He that is like, an unnecessary uh, character trait. You know what I want to talk about? Curves. <laughs> the, kind, the kind you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. look at James Bond over here with the words. But then, yeah, he implies that he liked to rape her, which, again, uh, thanks, Freaky Links. <laughs> They do like there's like a research montage that's real weird mm-hmm. because they they play a full hip hop song over it. Yeah, but they're also talking. It's not just like a montage where like oh they're doing stuff. You see them like looking at a book or whatever. They're talking, but there's also still a full hip hop song being played over it, which is just odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, they go to the library and they're doing research and uh, they're trying to find an old pneumatic tube station that was like started to be built back in the day but wasn't yep. uh, wasn't completed. So Chloe is sitting at like an old, like an old computer. It's like you know black screen, green writing, and she just types in "pneumatic station." Enter. Yep, that's it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> that computer is like the earliest form of Google, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand what she's supposed to be doing there. Um, that's a little bit of like 
magic computer internet research. Yeah, yeah. That so far, at least the show has avoided. They've been pretty good about yeah. that for the most part. The internet, they're kind of right on with what the internet was. Yeah. Um, so then, so they figure out that there was a guy back in the day who was an, a hollow earth theorist mm-hmm. who claims to have met, he was the one who built this station, and he claims to have met these like horrible uh, mole people creatures living under the city. And that's why they stopped building the station and like walled it off or whatever. Um, and that's, I guess, what we're supposed to believe the monster like there's these mole. It's basically the descent. I don't know if you've ever seen the descent. Oh yeah, uh, that which movie is, is it's it's the descent it's except uh, the descent's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a terrible episode of television. I'll say this right in the beginning. There was a little scene where they were. Uh, it was like the Blair Witch like camcorder footage moment where they're talking to people on the street. Yeah, yeah, and. Because they're like, oh, you ever heard about alligators in the sewers? And this guy's like, yeah, one chopped off my leg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And then they talk to this guy. Also, are we to believe him? Yeah. Like, this, that's weird. Like, it, he doesn't say it like, go like, one bit my leg off. And then like, go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like, he just says that like, it might have actually happened. See, I was thinking, think, like, I guess there are going to uh, research an alligator here. Yeah. And so when some guy goes... Nah, a small man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, it's probably not that, but right. mole men, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the fact that it turned out to be actual mole men, I was like, well, freaky legs, okay. Yeah, and then that's where we meet the Edith Mill, uh, Edith Keeler must die guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was he the guy that said mole men? No, he was the black, the fat black guy who was like selling stuff on a on a table okay. or whatever. But it's it's edited weird because he had, they ask him about who Edith Keeler is, and he goes, "Get out of here." But then it goes back into the montage. The way they do these interviews is like they'll have like four f- people and it's like chopped up and they yeah. go back and forth between Which I feel them. like then that, like every time we see camcorder, well, that's not true. They played different rules with the footage in episode yeah, yeah. four, which bothered me. But anyway. um, but so they show him, he goes, get out of here. Okay. Then they show like another guy. Then they go back to him and he's just still answering questions. Mm-hmm. That should be the last, like the get out of here thing should be the last time you see him because he doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, especially if that's like an emphasis line or something because it's the title of the fucking episode. Right. Um, so they're doing research and then Chloe's like, oh, I got to go give this speech in 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, okay, it's fine. You go there. We'll go to the sewer. Uh, Lon, you go with her to help her or whatever. Now I might have like been like looked at Twitter or something because the next thing I see is the two of them they're like at the conference Lon and her mm-hmm. and they're sprinting out the door and I was like oh did they get a call or something because uh, Jason has gotten pulled into this. so they go to the sewer grate and Jason gets pulled down into the sewer yeah and uh, he goes in after him and then it cuts from that to the two of them sprinting out of this conference and I was like how the fuck do they know that he got pulled into that sewer grate. Mm-hmm. But then we find that they don't know because they call Derek, and then Derek's like, "Fuck, uh, J- Jason just got pulled in the sewer." They're like, "What?" So why the f- they just—that's how they just left that room, just from the stage, the middle of that speech. They just both bolted out of the room like lunatics. Yeah. So I—I I think we watched the same like actual YouTube file yeah, or whatever because yeah. whoever whoever is uploading these, you're doing the God's work. Uh, yeah, clearly the God's work. I, I like you for keeping the uh, coming attractions on the oh. end are very enjoyable, yeah. and also the uh, commercial selling me which songs by Idlewild and whoever that were featured in this episode. Yeah, that right there, by the way, an amazing touch. It's so good. The fact that they edited the this episode features music by You're a Fucking Hero, and it's also like two shitty things you've never heard of, and uh, then Cat Power. Like, yeah. It's so weird. Like, in the next episode, it was... Uh, like Handsome old, Boy Models. Yeah. Like, like, the old 97s. Which is like, a, what show had both of those? <laughs> yeah, it was real weird. But 
so yeah, so this thing, this conference that Chloe was like, I can't do this. This conference is really important. They're paying for my hotel room. Right. By the end of the episode, it then becomes something they just can't wait for it to be over. Right, yeah, yeah. I think she was just trying to wrap it up as fast as, as possible. Could to so get like, back to the, okay, that, yeah. I guess that makes sense. But then like. It's a complete, like a crazy 180 for that character. And it also feels like, like if that's the case, it feels like the writers were like, well, fuck, we have to pay off this conference thing at some point. Just have them go, like, touch the desk and run away so we yeah. can say she was there or something. Like, it just seems so weird. Yeah. Uh, they go down into the sewer after Jason, or he goes down in the sewer after Jason. We find out, oh, during the research, somehow we find out they have sensitive ears. Yeah, I don't remember that. I guess, oh, because they've, they've been tapping to communicate this whole time. Oh, uh, because they, they think they've been using echolocation yeah. to, like, find their way in the dark. It's a little Because there's been this, like, squeaks. tapping noise. Yeah. Um, so he goes down. He's got this. He's going to use this foghorn, mm. which he, when Jason falls down, the gets dragged in the sewer. Derek leaves on the sidewalk. But I was so annoyed by that because, like, he falls down a second, and he's getting up, and he's like going to the sewer. He looks over. He sees the camera and the foghorn, mm. and he grabs the camera and then goes back down the hole. But like, you can just take both. <laughs> it's not gonna. There's yeah. no like. You want that weapon. I get that you want the camera because you have to document it, but there's nothing. It wasn't like if he takes this one, a thing's going to fall on the other. There's nothing preventing you from having yeah. both of those things. Uh, they weren't like so heavy they required two hands. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a good show, that choice would have consequences. Absolutely. The fact that he is choosing the website over the safety of his friend would pay off. Well, with his friend getting hurt or, or something, or yeah. having a moment where he doesn't have an immediate replacement for that horn, which they use. Uh, so they have these headsets that they're communicating with, mm. and they are feeding back the whole time. The, from the second they turn them on, it's just yeah. squeaky feedback noise. Uh, and I, I literally at one point I was like, okay, you can knock off with the feedback already. Mm-hmm. And then the feedback squeak is what they use to hurt the monster's ears to buy them enough time to get away. Yeah. Um, I got very annoyed when uh, – so Jason, he finds him, uh, and he's like kind of knocked out, and all of the – white face fucking mole people monsters are kind of gathering like oh must be feeding time or whatever mm-hmm. like all right let's get out of here and then jason goes no way i didn't get dragged all the way down here for you not to get the shot or whatever no no run away like you're gonna get eaten this isn't even it's not even like it's not in character for him it would be in character for derek yeah because derek is the obsessed one with the brother but jason's just like a dude hanging around that doesn't make any sense yeah previously they asked like so jason you into this he's like i'm here for the health benefits which yeah, yeah. there's no way those They're, are real they certainly don't have yeah but yeah like jason for suddenly like no more people matter like he's not gonna win some pulitzer prize <laughs> yeah yeah for like ladies and gentlemen for exposing the mole people this year's pulitzer goes to jason last name unknown like right. that's not gonna, <laughs> that's not gonna happen uh, they eventually get the footage, they run away, they're about to get caught, they do the feedback on the headsets, that hurts them back in the, their ears, yeah. they get away with pristine video footage of the mole monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, incontrovertible truth of the mole monsters. Yeah. Uh, which they show to the psychiatrist friend of Chloe, yeah. that, who works for the cops, and he's like, I'll see what I can do, but, you know, it's not a lot here. Yeah, he even asks for the footage. He asks for a copy of it and then says he doesn't believe it. Yeah, he's like, hey, can I get some of that? And they give it to him. He's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, like, like yeah. I don't understand what, and, like, also, so there's, there's, a, the la- there's a thing between her and him where he has the tape and Chloe's like, you don't buy it, do you? And mm. he's like, I can't really stake my reputation on this. And she goes, no, I guess you can't. Um, it, it's, 
there's been a, a thing we forgot to mention is that he is hit on her yeah. previous to this episode. Because there's a moment where they meet, oh, hey, how are you? They tell a joke, and he goes, oh, you know, look, I'm sorry. I, I mistook my sim Because he was friends with the guy who died, with the brother who died. This is very convoluted. Yeah, so basically, because uh, Chloe used to date Adam, which is Derek's twin brother who's now dead. Right. And very shortly after, after Adam's death, this guy... Like, yeah, can I hit it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He was like, you want to smash? And uh, so like he awkwardly brings that up. And she's like, well, right at the beginning. Yeah, and she's like, but, it's all right, let's not talk about it. Yeah. yeah, and then, of course, the rest of the episode, he's still like, hey. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Offer stands. And she kind of does a thing like, you know, it's, I guess it's supposed to play like you either go with him and back into, like, the respectable psychiatry mm-hmm. and leaves this freaky, like, nonsense alone. Yeah. Or you go with them. and she, But it doesn't really come across as that because she's, like, smiling real big through the whole thing. It's just it's just an oddly delivered scene. Yeah, especially because <coughs> you never get any indication that she actually likes this guy. And so... Which, yeah, there's way, no indication yeah. of that. But Derek the whole time is like, it's your boyfriend, <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, oh, this brings up... Uh, do you... Th- well, maybe at the end of episode four, because there's a thing sure. about him and, and Land. Yeah. Do you get any indication that Derek likes... Has, like is interested romantically in Chloe? They haven't... I, f- I, I don't think they have given us any reason to believe that, mm-hmm. other than I, the quality of the writing on the show leads me to believe that they're not going to be able to not do that. Yeah. I feel like I'd like it better if they didn't. I don't want them to yeah, at all. Because I feel like they have enough of a strong emotional bond, the fact that they, they're, Adam was such an important part of both their lives. Absolutely. That's enough for them. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it, it was a weird... I feel like it's coming, but yeah. I don't want it to. Mm-hmm. But I, and I only feel like it's coming because I'm looking at what kind of show this is, and I'm like, oh, they're definitely going to do that. Yeah. And that's why they're setting up, in the next episode, Chloe being like, oh, Lon's got a crush on you. Smoochy, smoochy noise. Weird <laughs> shit. Like, weird sh- Anyway, so, by the way, my last note on this episode is, yeah. so wait a minute, who the fuck was Edith Keeler? Um, I didn't like an episode. I thought it was mostly bad. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. fun for the most part. Um, it wasn't interesting like mole people has been done to death definitely at this point it's mm-hmm. been done to death uh there just wasn't anything particularly interesting about this episode yeah i had two final notes one uh so their car at some point got impounded correct and they this is right at the end of the episode they get their car and they're like like oh this car's got smells like armpit now it's like you guys were just in the fucking, fucking sewer. Yeah, yeah 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 you're yeah. sewer people at this point <laughs> you then, have not showered you climbed out of the sewer yeah. and into that car yeah. Uh, and then also what you were talking about earlier. So he's like, hey, the uh, lawyer friend who represents the lawyer cops, like, no, excuse me, not a lawyer. That's from Better Call Saul. Psychiatrist. Yeah, the yeah. police psychologist or whatever. Yeah. Psychiatrist. He's like, hey, Chloe, you want to hang out with me? And she's like, nah, I think I'm going to take a road trip with my friends. And she gets back in the car to, I guess, drive back to wherever they live. Did you not buy a plane ticket? How did you get to New York? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Was she just like one-way ticket? I don't know. Maybe I live there now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the episode. I thought it was bad. I thought uh, it was bad, too. I feel like in the X-Files, there would have been some like dealing with the mole people. Absolutely. Because what a nuanced show would do mm-hmm. is that the mole people aren't necessarily evil. Yeah. They've evolved... A good show would make it that generations of homeless people have had to have been forced by society to live in these tunnels and through generations and generations have developed 
uh, sensitivity to light and the ability to echolocate, and they eat what they can eat, and they've run out of rats and other eating people. Yeah. You make a thing where like they're sympathetic. This show is just like, no, there's creeps down there, and we got to get away from them. But also, they're still down there, so I don't know. Enjoy your train ride. Like, there's just yeah, there's no real. You have there's two, no real conclusion. You have two opposing forces, and instead of the mole people, either like. Yeah, like you just said, like them sort of understanding the mole people or the mole people at least like leaving. Right. Or like, I guess they're all dead. And then you see they relocated or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, they're like, freaky linked them. We got them. And then like, <laughs> they move on. Like, you know, that's it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Episode four, subject Coelacanth mm-hmm. uh, is the name of this episode. Better than the last episode for sure. Uh, it raises another question of where they live. Because now they are driving back home from from Tennessee, I'm, so I, I guess because they say they're looking for the Tennessee Bigfoot. Yeah. So they're driving back home from Tennessee, passing through Georgia. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know geography. Where? Where? Like I don't. Let me look up a map. It, Tennessee is definitely north of Georgia, and so if they were driving back home, I want to say maybe Florida. That okay, might, that, that would, might make yeah, sense yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. but otherwise, they're just like taking a fucking scenic route. If they're going back to, like, Southern California, I feel like they're taking a scenic route at that point. For sure. Let's take it. And they're on, like, a Georgia road trip. And okay, then... so Tennessee is north, is kind of directly north of Georgia. Yeah. So that would, so I would send in Florida. They have to live in Florida, right? Because yeah. there's beaches. They can get to places. I don't know how they got from Florida to fucking New York overnight, but whatever. Mm. Um, okay, let's just assume they live in Florida. Also, that would make sense because they are... Florida is shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> shitty, spiky hair and puka shells everywhere. Now, uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, some Fred Dursties. But so in this episode, the framing sequence is it's kind of like the first one where we see Derek is recording like an audio commentary right. for this Freaky Link case, which oddly doesn't make a whole lot of sense back then. But now you'd be like, oh, it's a podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like in 2000, it's like, I'm going to go to this website and just listen to this audio file. I don't think that was... He's in this case, Derek's an innovator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was an internet radio show. Yeah. Uh, but also, what I guess what that means is like he's recording this like whatever. Oh, like so th- we are coming back from Tennessee, and the weirdest thing happened, or whatever. But then, is there going to be a video file that you watch, or do you just like go through and like read? I, I don't understand what the website is. Essentially. Yeah, it's like a collection of uh, links. Some of them freaky. I <laughs> I wonder if they if freakylinks.com was like up at the time. Oh, I did read about it before the show started um, cuz the the producing group like part of the reason like Blair Witch, you know, did so well is because they like had the show like is it real Absolutely. and this kind of thing. And so there was like sort of a guerrilla marketing campaign where they left up freakylinks.com gotcha. and like promoted the website. Well, I just went to it right now and you can buy it here. Oh, that's insane. Related links, Black Magic, Clairvoyant, Destiny, ESP, Faith, Live Psychics, Mind Control, Mind Power, Occult, and Online Psychics. Why isn't it still like the Space Jam website? Which uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it should have still existed. Uh, so they're driving through the woods, they're lost, it's raining, yeah. they come upon a car that has been flipped over. Uh, they run out to help. They find, uh, I don't know her name, but she's the swim fan. Remember the movie Swim Fan? Oh, she's Swim Fan. Swim Fan. Uh, she's like all freaked out. Her boyfriend's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and that's kind of the opening until we find out. Like, he just, like, they go off into the woods after them, but he's disappeared. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, it got him, it got him, or whatever. Yeah, it starts with 
Chloe in the car. And I'm like, why is Chloe in that fucking She's car? She's just in now. She's just 100% in now. Yeah. And then, but she after goes, why am I, what am I doing here anyway? And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess. <laughs> but then I, they don't really answer it or whatever. But yeah, the boyfriend's missing. And then that's enough to catch these freaking leakers' attention. Right. They go off and, so they show up in a town. There's a sheriff who tells them they think it's a bear. We've had problems with bears around here. Yeah. Uh, she goes, it wasn't a bear. Like she stands up and screams real loud. And I think that's what they go, oh, well, we believe her if she says it wasn't a bear or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, what I started to think was going to be the thing, and I kind of wish it was because it would be more fun, I think, is if everyone in the town knew about this monster. Because yeah. w- w- what we find out is every 30 years, something is eating people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what. They, think it's, they always say it's bears, but it's like every 30 years like clockwork. And I was like, oh, if the whole town knows... And is sort of covering it up, and maybe the like even sat, try to sacrifice the outsiders to it because yeah. they know it's going to feed. I was like, oh, this could be real fun. No, it's more just a thing in the woods, which we'll get to. Um, yeah, the sheriff, I guess, knew that it was something. The sheriff kind of knows something's up, but he's <laughs> he's at first. Initially, he's definitely trying to like uh, Brian Dennehy and First Blood them. Like, all yeah. right, let me get you to the border or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's like trying to get him out of out of town. Yeah. Um, but his way of doing it keeps like progressing, like aggressively. So the first time he's like, "Oh, you got lost looking for the interstate. Well, the interstate's right over there. Why don't you, you know, finish up your breakfast and uh, drive safe or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And then the next time he's like, "I'll arrest you just for pissing me off." And I was like, "Ooh, I don't know that you can do that." Yeah. Uh, and then eventually he's just screaming at them like it, 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 his weird progression of of aggression. I find very funny. So yeah, when he says that, uh, Chloe goes, "This is a free country," you know, and he goes. This ain't the country. I'm like, wait, what? And he what? Goes, this is Owen's Mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, the town's name is Owen's yeah, Mouth. Owen's Mouth, Georgia. Uh, which also comes into play when Chloe sees a sign that says, like, Owen's Mouth, and she goes, wait a minute. Yeah. And she calls Lon, who's back home, and has her pull. He goes, she goes, go to my bookshelf and get a copy of, like, psychiatric experiences and the whatever. It's like a, yeah. like a, di- like a, like like a, a nine word title to this book. Of a, of like, of a, of a, like a, a science text. Yeah, right? like a case book. Or a case, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a case study in there of a man who was like lost in the woods and claimed that he was attacked by some sort of forest god. And I was like, you just knew... That's very convenient that you happen to remember that one specific case because it was in Owen's mouth. She remembered everything about it, but the relevant info. <laughs> she was like, this book, it's got nine words in the title. Also, look up Owen's mouth, page 75. What does it say, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's like... I just can't put my finger on it. Yeah, this... Uh, I, I mean, I'm not smart enough to know psychology? Psychiatry? Something like that. Psych- yeah. Nobody knows. So it's like some profile. was like, yeah, Owen's mouth syndrome... It's a case of a man who uh, thought he saw a forest god. And I was like, what? That's not like... That's not a syndrome. Yeah. It's one thing. That's a, one thing that happened once to a dude. Were you like writing up this book? and like, I'll spice it up a little bit. <laughs> like, for, yeah, forest god should have been the name of the book also, because that's amazing. They do, a, they do a, uh, a, a, an interview montage like they often do. Yeah. Where they, they're interviewing people in the town about, you know, have you heard about these bear attacks or whatever? Or what mm. do you think it is? Did you know Brandon, who's a kid that disappeared? It's set to uh, some like Duke Nukem background music <laughs> the whole time. He, they interview... A child, like a like a straight up ten year old. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what information are you getting? Like at one point, the kid goes like, is, he's like, the, it's like a girl, and she's standing like, kind of standing, standing astride her bicycle, mm. and like they keep coming back to her, 
And at one point, they've come back to her, and she's put on, like, a Lone Ranger mask and a cape. Mm. Uh, you can stop talking to her. Yeah. Nothing, she doesn't have relevant information. Uh, the one guy goes like, oh, it's a bear. You know, they come down when the deer population goes up. The bears come down to feed. Mm. Happens every so often or whatever. It's happened in the past. It happened to this guy or whatever. Yeah. There's another kid who's like, Brandon was a drunk and a jerk, and he probably just wandered off into the woods. Then they interview a waitress who is just like, hey, is that a four megapixel zoom? What? Like, she just happens, like, she just knows cameras. Yeah, real. she's just, she read the Best Buy description uh, for that Sony camera. She's like, is that a Geiss lens? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're like, what? Why? And it turns out she wants to be a filmmaker. Yeah. Which, uh, so in the last episode, it's the same kind of thing. It's like Derek is uh, interviewing people. And he's interviewing a lady and the camera, like, which is Derek's perspective, we're right, to believe, sure. right? Goes down and like looks at her, the lady's legs. legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so now this, he's like filming this uh, waitress lady who at some point is like, you know, I got some films back in my place if you want to check them well, out. Yeah, I got some old movies back in my place. Yeah. yeah. So please at this point have no doubts whatsoever that Derek is using this camera as his like, you know, perv lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. To, like, basically get some sex. And she says, she says at one point, she says, um, you know, it's like uh, it's like that movie that came out last year with those kids running around the woods with the camcorder, mm-hmm. which is obviously a reference to Blair Witch. Yeah. And the three of them go, "Yeah, we know." Like all disappointed, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh fuck you!" Like you're that, too cool for this movie. Yeah, the thing you're clearly ripping off the pay- d- yeah dickheads. Uh, also, this is a uh, uh, executive produced by David S. Goyer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we forgot to mention I, that. I did not even realize that until this episode. I saw it in the credits right before Ron Canada. And uh, I said, oh, that's why it sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know, he produces like the shitty DC comic book movies. Yeah. He's he's like, one, he goes back to like Dark City. He's written some stuff. but like he, He's one of these guys where it's like if you, have, if you pair him with a good director, the scripts will turn out okay. Yeah, yeah. But if not, you get Blade Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he also, with Guillermo del Toro, made Guillermo del Toro's best movie, which right. might have been Blade 2. Sure. Fuck <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. I like Blade. Oh, man. I haven't watched Blade 2 in yeah, a while. I might need to watch that. Also, is Blade Marvel? Can we get Blade into the Marvel Cinematic you know what? Universe? The rights went back to uh, Marvel. Yeah. And so they have it now. And they're kicking around a comic idea where Blade trains a uh, younger lady daywalker or something okay. like that. And I was yeah. like, I'd watch that on Netflix. I, for certain. Also, I'd watch anything with Wesley Snipes as, as Blade. Absolutely. First off, he was great as Blade. Also, I just like Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he was a fucking monster on this set of Blade Trinity. Yeah. But, uh, but he fucking kills me on Twitter because he's one of those He's a good follow on Twitter. He's a yeah. good follow on Twitter because mostly he's like kind of... He engages a little too much, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I don't know if you saw this one. Somebody, like, he posted a picture of him in, like, a fancy car or whatever. Yeah. And some chick was like, how'd you get that car with all those taxes you owe? Mm-hmm. Or you shouldn't have that car with all those taxes you owe, something to that uh-huh. effect. And she, he posts back, like, you shouldn't, was it, you shouldn't have your hair so tight with all that forehead or something to that effect. Yeah. She's like, just <laughs> roasted the shit out of her. I was like, oh, good for you, Wesley Snipes. You don't, have to, hit, you don't have to take this shit. Yeah, that one hit close to home, I guess, Mr. Snipes. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Wesley Snipes loves, loves Blade. Yeah. Like, he's like, I've talked to Marvel. I think he showed up in a Letterman interview one time, still dressed Dress- like Blade. <laughs> yeah, I love so anyway, it. if there's uh, let, let that happen. Yeah, we can make that yeah, happen. Okay. Um, basically, they get, she tells them, like, yeah, you know, this has happened before or whatever. Mm. There's rumors that the woods are haunted. 
uh, they go. Well, they sh- she shows them a video of the party they're having the other night. Before, night before, right? Which there was a a moment where like oh, Brandon a, was that the boyfriend? Brandon is the boyfriend's name, and Brandon was just gifted a brand new watch. Yeah. by swim fan by swim fan, and uh, <laughs> she goes. Yeah, she's gonna draw. She draws them a map to where they were partying because uh-huh. there's like a there's this terrible sequence where she's like he pitched a tent. No, I mean a real tent. And I was like, I don't stop talking about his dick. Can we just move <laughs> this along, please? Uh, so she draws him a map. They go to where it is, and like, it doesn't look like it's been trashed. Really, it just kind no. of looks like a party has happened there. There's a tent, and there's some stuff laying around. And then they start hearing this beeping. And oh, it's not my watch. Where's the beeping coming from? And they look up, and his arm is in the tree. Just the arm. Just the arm with the watch on it beeping. It's like, oh, we found the, at least part of Brandon. Yeah, and then there's some dumb thing where he was like. Time wasn't up for that watch, but it was for Brandon. Oh, I got it. Shut up. It says, uh, Brandon Dunhill run out of time, ran out of time, but his watch didn't get the memo. Oh, wow. That is so much worse than what you just said. That's way worse. Nice Andy Kindler line there almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super bad. Uh, then there's multiple, there's so many shots of them in the woods through the camcorder, mm. like just painfully ripping off Blair Witch. Yeah, which almost makes sense of that line. Because it's like... Like, if you're going to lean into it, I guess. Yeah. But but also, like, I get it. It's not working. Yeah, like, they're like... <laughs> it's not man. funny. Your show is already ripping off Blair Witch. So, like, to try to do the bit... Yeah. It just feels disingenuous. So, the uh, cop comes, the sheriff or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, hey, sheriff, how'd that arm get up in the tree? And he goes, cougar most likely. likely. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking amazing. <laughs> because, so, in, in the sheriff's story, which sheriff knows something else is going on, but right. in the story, at least... Uh, a bear ate this kid, and then a cougar moved his arm. <laughs> yeah. Basically, people are just getting torn apart by wild <laughs> no, animals left and right, and, yeah. they're, and they're not like te- like stopping people from going in the woods. Yeah, you would think they'd be like, "All right, no, the woods are off limits. People are getting eaten." This is like the John Hodgman had a movie idea, which is all animals versus all people. <laughs> and uh, I just like the idea of like. Yeah, cougar most likely, and then like a hawk comes and rips someone's head off. <laughs> Have you seen? Oh, what is the name of that movie? It has a very young Melanie Griffith in it. Maybe it's Zoo. Oh, Roar! Roar! Have you seen Roar? I've seen. Uh, I don't know. I've purposely not seen Roar. Oh, it's it's not a good movie. Well, like I, it's pretty boring, except for the repeated animal attack. So if you don't know this movie, it was set in like a on like an animal preserve or out in the jungle, or whatever. Mm. And it's his family living, and it's uh, young Melanie Griffith and some other actress names uh, living amongst these animals. Because lions it's their, and tigers and in shit. real life, like their parents yeah, were like crazy that. animal enthusiasts. Right. And this, these were their wild exactly. cats. Except that uh, something like 70 people were attacked during the making of this movie. Yeah. Like Melanie Griffith has a fucking horrific scar because she was attacked by a fucking tiger making this movie. And uh, it's all that, like, they just left all that footage in the movie. It's pretty great. I mean, Uh, pretty great footage. So they do some research at the library. They find out this is happening every 30 years. There's a weird interaction where she... So when Chloe calls Lon back home to get the book... Yeah, she goes. She they go. What do you like? She walks. She starts walking and like taking out a phone. And Derek says, "What are you doing?" She goes, "I'm calling your house to talk to Lon." And they go, "Oh, well, it's like six in the morning. Why wouldn't you just call your house?" And Chloe's been going like she's got a crush on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, "Oh, she'll be at your house." And like doing what? She goes, "I don't know. Probably sleeping in your bed." Okay, Lon's not a creep. <laughs> she's just a sweet nerd girl who kind of has a 
thing for a dude. Like, she's not a stalker. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just like a weird... And it, like, it makes me not like Chloe, because why are you being shitty about this? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Chloe is really giving it to Lon. Yeah. And she does mention, she's like, oh, you've not noticed uh, Lon's new perfume? That's for you, Derek. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Derek, the most oblivious human on the planet. <laughs> Shut up, Chloe. She, uh, yeah, Chloe's annoying me. There's a terrible sequence where they have to... Pre- they pretend that Jason needs to buy a coffin. This is so they can get in and look at they the arm. They can get in and right? get a picture. So they the arm is in like the at the mortuary or whatever. Yeah. And he wants to get a picture of it. Uh so they go in and pretend that Jason needs to buy a coffin so that he can distract the guy so that Derek can sneak in and yeah. take a picture. And so of Derek song. is like, I know how to do this. It's going to take two Oscar caliber performances, <laughs> yeah. though. But all I have yeah. is Jason. Yeah. And yourself, you piece of shit. Like, yeah. stop. Jason's all. Oh, I'm getting annoyed. Jason is getting a lot of shit. People are, the people who are getting shit in this show do not deserve to be getting yeah. shit on. Chloe and Derek are like shitting on the only people that have saved your lives. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Jason, by the way, is my favorite character by far <laughs> because I hate him. Not the at least, all. Yeah, yeah. But, he's I, the least hateable. but everyone else is like the worst. Uh, so they take a picture, and she he sends it to Chloe or to to Lon and says, "Get this to the zoo guy and have him examine the bite or whatever." Yeah, our our guy at the zoo. How you have a guy at the zoo? I don't know. See, because, but it's also like they had the piano guy yeah. in the other episode. Freaky Lake has got some influence. I buy that enough. Sure, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, that guy is kind of a creep. Yeah. Because Lon walks up and he's immediately like, what did you do? You look good now. <laughs> Got rid of the glasses? Where's that dress? He's just like, head to toe describes why she <laughs> used to be ugly but now isn't. Yeah. It's really weird. And she's like, just look at the guy. Like, just look at the pictures. Oh, do you want to go to a movie tomorrow? It's Friday. He's like, she's like, I'm busy. And then, uh... She's like, all right, all right, I'll call you in a couple hours with some information. And as she's leaving, he's like, you do look good, though. She's like, thanks. He's like, real good. Man. Like, he's like, blow- Like he won't stop being shocked by the fact that she's attractive. Yeah. And uh, it's real annoying. It's it's the kind of thing where, like, it's like, I don't think this girl gets it. I'm into her. I better yeah. say it nine more times. times then she'll like, get it. Yeah, she's not interested, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To so go back to being an incel and fucking look yeah. at that goddamn picture. But he... Just based on like a photograph, is able to somehow. Well, okay. Before we yeah. get to this, because okay. I, I do want to go back. Uh, there's one thing we haven't brought up. We have not mentioned the old drunk black dude that lives in the woods. Oh, is it is him, John? Or- John Lockhart is his there name. We meet him brief. They run into him as they're running out of the woods because they're scared of uh, something. Yeah, and then he's like, "Your car's over there. Get out of here." Then we see him again. They then they find out that his son was taken 30 years ago by whatever this thing in the woods is, mm-hmm. they want to go interview him. So they go to his uh, property, and they, they're, like, waiting behind this truck. And here's what's weird. So they see him pull up, and they go, get down, get down, get down. But they're just there to talk to him. Yeah. So, like, hiding is going to make you seem much creepier. Like, just go approach. Like, if you're just there to talk, be like, oh, hi, Mr. Lockhart. Yeah. We, we, need, we need to ask a couple questions or whatever. They are then, uh, he goes... Just keep walking towards me and don't turn around. And they turn around and there's a giant fucking bear behind mm-hmm. them. Which he kills? I yeah, guess? we cut away and there's some line about a bear and then it's so like, it chases not them. Again. It chases them a bunch. Uh-huh. He they get out of the way and then he lowers his gun and you hear a gun go off. So I guess we're supposed to believe he shot this fucking bear. Mm-hmm. Then it gets back and there's this very long scene of fucking Derek like that it goes to commercial at that point or yeah. wood. And then when it comes back, 
<laughs> Derek's like, you know that dog in your neighborhood? It barks at you all the time, but it's on a chain, and it's never, it's always outside, and it's always growling. Well, you know, how about that one time when you come back and you see that dog, but it's not on the chain, and the growling starts, and then it chases you, but you're not, you're, and you run as fast as you can, but it's faster, and it's bloodthirsty, and blah, blah. it's this law. I'm not, I'm delivering it much faster than Derek did, yeah. and I'm not adding lines. It is very long, and he's like, let me tell you, it's a thousand times scarier to be chased by a bear. And then we just go to the scene mm-hmm. where they're talking to him. He goes, it's enough to make a man, it's enough to drive a man to drink. Uh, and we see John Lockhart has been making uh, moonshine. And he goes to drink it, but it's like turpentine. He's like, oh, I can't do it. He puts yeah. it down, and Chloe chugs it like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. That whole setup is to pay off that line, which pays off her being able to drink moonshine, which is not important at all. I like how that... They don't trust the audience to imagine what it would be like to chase by a bear. Right. So we have to describe that in detail. Yeah, so we have to describe another scenario which didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that time that there's that dog and that dog chase was like, no, that didn't happen to me. Right. I like, don't know what you're talking about. I, I, but I can't imagine a bear. Like, bears are scary. Uh, so he's going to be in play. He's yeah. been hunting whatever. Like, there's something out there, and I've been hunting it for 30 years, mm-hmm. which I kind of fine with. Like, that trope I like. He's drunk. He's drunk. The son being taken ruined his life because no one believed him that it wasn't a bear and all yeah. this shit. And I'm like, okay, that's like good. That's an interesting enough character. And I actually think he's pretty good at it. Yeah. Uh, the actor is, is good. There's an indication when they first meet him early on that he's got a gun. Yeah. But then he's like, get out of here. And then he doesn't use the gun on him. Right. So it's like, this guy's not a murderer. He's hunting this other thing. Yeah. I'm interested in this. Yeah. He's like a Quinn and I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so then we find out, so the guy from the zoo writes back and said, and Chloe Chloe tells them that, uh, there were no teeth marks Mm -hmm. that his arm. Well, no, that's not true. We're missing one part here. He tells them he thinks it's the Thunderbird. The old black guy tells him he has this, he pulls this blanket down and there's like a, like a T, not a TP, uh, a totem pole. Thank you. And, uh, he's like the believes in this giant Thunderbird that whatever, at that point, I was just like, uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, didn't I was even, like, fine. Yeah, I didn't even consider like that that would actually mean anything. Right. Because I was like, eh, whatever. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, and then Chloe tells us, so we, uh, he thinks the Thunderbird, which is a giant 10-foot bird or whatever. Sure. Uh-huh. She tells them that there were no teeth marks, that it, the arm was severed by a single crushing uh, like a, a narrow surface, single crushing bite. Yeah, without teeth. Yep. And that's like, oh, bird, he's like like a pelican. Yeah, that's it's like, they, she says it's like when a fish gets bit in half by a by a pelican. And then he's like, don't pelicans Who's swallow just, fish? And then Elijah no, goes, you're thinking of cartoon pelicans, <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. He goes, don't they swallow them whole and then go hiccup? Like, no, you yeah. idiot. Don't can't babies write in their things? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the the line is like, uh, "Don't pelicans swallow birds whole?" And she's like, "Yeah, but sometimes they don't." Yeah, that's not a line. And it's like, "Whoa, that dialogue could have not been there." Could have been anything. Maybe that was like uh, some producer giving a note, being like, "Oh, I think you need to explain that some pelicans don't swallow their fish whole." But uh, also, the, this zoo guy, total creep, looked at these photos. He's like, "Yup, pelican bite." I was like, what? I also have a problem with that in that he like as he's as she's walking away when he first gets the she hands him like a like a uh, whatchamacallit, a fucking manila envelope with the picture in mm-hmm. it. As he's walking away going like, Man, she look you look good, real good. He takes he like slides the picture out and he just kinda like smiles at it. Yeah. 
you just work at a zoo. You should not be so casual about that gore. Yeah, he seems like, oh, awesome, to see the fact that the photo is of an arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way too, like, no reason into that, where I was like, dude, this guy, hopefully, you know what? They're not going to do it. But it'd be awesome if he came back later on and was like, I think that zoo guy's a murderer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was like episode nine, we like, <laughs> we gotta kill this zoo guy. The zoo, yeah, that'd be actually fantastic. Yeah. He's just got like the creepy serial killer thrine to lawn or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be super fun. Um, so that is, and then it's so annoying. So Derek goes, wait a minute. He's like, Thunderbird, Pelican. I know exactly what it is. And he's like, and you do too if you're a good freaky linker or whatever the fuck the line is. So at this point, did you have any idea what that answer was going to be? I, absolutely not. Yeah, me neither. I definitely did not. And I didn't think it was going to be Civil War era pterodactyl. Yeah. Uh, he's like, it's a, a... Now, he says it's a famous picture amongst, like, Bigfoot hunters or whatever. Yeah. Like, the, like, there's a term for it. Cryptozoologist. Yes. There you go. Uh, which I actually just Googled Civil War Pterodactyl, and that picture is out there. Well, you know what? I also Googled that, yeah. and it was I, I went to a page that was like, oh, this hoax. Because there's two different It's clearly pictures. a hoax. It's very fake. I'm yeah. looking at the fakest fucking picture but I've ever seen. apparently the hoax originated with mm, the show Freaky Leaks. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's one, very funny, but also makes me angry. Yeah. Because then what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you... If that... If if it had been like, oh, I know what it is, and then it was like the Robin Pattinson footage of fucking Bigfoot that everybody knows. Yeah. I think that's his name. I might have the wrong name. But like the famous Bigfoot footage that everyone's seen of mm. him running through the woods, I'd be like, oh, okay, they're going to tie in this thing from the real world that everybody's familiar with into the show. Fine. But don't tell me that's what you're doing, but then also make up a thing that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but at the same time, I thought that was neat. I was like, Civil War Dinosaur, I'm in. Yeah, I'm fine with Civil War Dinosaur, yeah. but I don't like the idea. I thought the whole time, like, oh, this must be, I'm not, in, I'm not into yeah. this, the fact but that, this might be a thing that like, exists out yeah, there. Yeah, the fact that he's like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right. And it's like, what are you talking about? That thing I just made you know, up. Yeah, like, yeah, that's real, that's, that actually makes me very happy. Yeah, but that's, I thought it was like Civil War Dinosaur, I was into it. I thought, like, it reminded me of, like, a, there's this comic book series by Warren Ellis called Planetary. Yeah. And it's, like, these weird little alternate histories. Like, what if someone built a cannon and shot the ball into the moon? Like, yeah. those kind of weird whatever. Right. But I was, I was into it. My main problem with this, though, is that they read a letter <laughs> from a Civil War person who's <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dearest Sarah. It's yeah. like the fucking Ken Burns letter. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> fucking put an old-timey voice over it. <laughs> yeah. But just her reading it, like, matter-of-factly was shitty. Right. But if it was, like, some, like, Dearest Sarah, <laughs> we encountered the pterodactyl again today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Thunderbird has flown. It's eaten four of our men. Um, yeah. So, but there's, there's a scene. So he's like, it's got to be this. And then they start going, like, they don't go... Well, Photoshop. They're like, mm. how can we prove this is real? Like, how can it be faked or whatever? And they yeah. go, well, if you trace, if we count back 30 years from the known attacks, it ends up in the Civil War. And Chloe says, well, close enough if you allow for cyclical variants. That is the most unnecessary line yeah. ever. Because it, one, means absolutely nothing. What do, you, what do you mean if you allow for cyclical variants? 
time is time is 30 years is 30 years. It either <laughs> lands there or it doesn't. It's I, I, maybe if you mean leap years, but that's like a day, and I don't think there's enough of them to make a thing. It's really stupid. Yeah, you're also like making this up. So if you told me I land the Civil War... Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're making the rules for this. It's totally okay. So the fact that you're like, oh, I don't know if these rules we made are right. It's like, then make the right the ones. Truth. Yeah, yeah. That annoyed me. And then she's like... Well, we can try to prove that the soldiers exist, and we'll start like look at insignias on their uniforms yeah. and blah blah blah, and that's how she traces them back to this letter that's in the Library of Congress mm-hmm. that's about these fucking people running into a dinosaur. Uh, and as soon as that happened, I started to get mad because I was like, I know that they're not going to show me a pterodactyl, uh, and it's going that. to make me angry because there's no way the show has the money to pull off a pterodactyl. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, well, if you're not going to you got to show me the monster at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they kind of a little bit. Can you see it's like head at one point? Uh, do you? I never saw its head. I saw like a claw and like a little bit of a wing. Uh, um, I'll be honest with you. The YouTube footage. It's very bad. When, when they switch to camcorder footage, it's like, all right, now we're getting uh, like <laughs> the show is is like degrading its footage. Right. And watching it on YouTube, it might as well just be like, I don't know, like PlayStation 1 graphics at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty blocky. Yeah. Uh, they go, so it's like, where are we going? Chloe says something about, they figure out, okay, it's definitely a pterodactyl. Yeah. And when she reads the letter, they figure out, oh, it's under, it's in, it's in a ravine back by the campground. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. So Jason's like, so she, Chloe's like, where are we going? And Jason's like, to get deli meat. And then like the two of them are just like, we're going bird hunting. Mm-hmm. How do you both know that's what deli meat meant? Like that is, have you done this before? They yeah. say it like they have a lot of experience catching giant birds with deli meat. It's very strange. So they then like kind of drive around in a circle, yeah. throwing deli meat and shit out the window. Which one? Deli meat's expensive, man. Just go to like a butcher and get some Yeah, throw some hot dogs. Some fixings. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go get some cheap shit. Also, you're just also going to attract bears yeah. like, that you know are out there as you've already been chased by one. You're really, you're really riling up these bears. <laughs> it seems like we, a dangerous We now have a bear problem. Thanks, boys. Uh, the black guy figures out as well yep. that it's underground. It's mm-hmm. in this, like, that's why they, they can't find it. Which it does that make any fucking sense? doesn't make any sense at all, but that's what they figure out from the letter. Yep. And it's hiding underground, so he knows where it is. Mm-hmm. He knocks out the sheriff, so the sheriff won't stop him from going down there to kill this thing. And he's at one point, he's like, it's real hungry. Like, it's been asleep for 30 years, so it's real hungry. It's going to be looking for something to eat. And then he picks up, like, a stack of dynamite, and he's like, I mean, to give it indigestion. <laughs> I kind of like that yeah. a lot. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm into this dude. I would watch this dude's show. Yeah. Like, or, like, bring him into the Freaky Link squad. How fun would that be if the Freaky Links was now the Vaughn, Jason, Chloe, Derek, and an alcoholic man with a gun that lives yeah. in the woods, and he's just in their house now? Yeah. It's like, I'm the leader of Freaky Links. Jason's the muscle for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Lon's our nerd, and this is a haunted father <laughs> who lost a, a broken kid man who also kills dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, drinking all sand yeah. in the corner. Which you know why you can't do that, because then the, everyone would be like, wait, why is the show about him. <laughs> uh, he goes down. Derek goes down after him. Yep. He is attacked. He finds the old black guy. And he's like, kind of. It's actually pretty good. Like he's like kind of scratched up. Like he's been clawed. Yeah, we're looking at the camcorder at this point. Yeah. The flashlight again. Oh, the flashlights on this show. <laughs> they don't seem to work unless you shake them. 
Chris, I'm not necessarily a uh, flashlight connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that how flashlights work? It's certainly not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you even as long as they're screwed together, you yeah. just turn them on or off. Yeah, these are like battery lights. They're not those like shake lights, like that build up a charge. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. No, they're not that. Yeah. Certainly. Um, he's like. Uh, uh, they also. I'm getting mad. He's like. So he's like. You better get out of here, kid. And he's like, picks up the dynamite because yeah. he's gonna go blow up this fucking pterodactyl. And he's like, No, don't do it. The fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. There is a killer dinosaur on the loose. Kill it. Also, before he uh, finds that like final moment, the camcorder clearly picking up footage of a bone pile yeah, of yeah, yeah. human bones. No, no pause whatsoever. He's not like, well, this is messed up. <laughs> yeah, 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 He's just like, yeah, yeah. all right, bored with this. Like, no comments over it. Just as if, as if you'd expect that. Like, oh, he's seen a lot of bone piles in yeah. this day. Well, you know what? Maybe yes. Uh, he gets a, a Derek gets attacked by the pterodactyl, yeah. and it's shown through the camera lens, and it's just a lot of like a little flap of a wing. Here's mm-hmm. a claw, maybe a foot. Yeah, like it, some statics now. Yeah, or yeah. It, it, it annoyed me because like, don't do a giant pterodactyl show if you can't show me a giant pterodactyl. Yeah, I I couldn't tell if that was like a head at some point. It might have been. Maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, it, right. I, I want a clear shot of the uh, pterodactyl. You need yeah. to show me like that. It needs to pay. even Jaws with the idea being you don't see it all the way until the very end. Mm-hmm. You still see it at the end. You yeah. got to pay off the fucking yeah. monster. Um, they, uh, the sheriff comes, finds him, runs away. Black guy throws the dynamite into the giant box of dynamite that he's also brought. Yeah, which and they are way too close to, but that's okay. It's a lot of dynamite. Uh-huh. Uh, blows up the cave. They just make it out. Ju- they make it out just in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's footage of... Derek passed out. Right. And then the sheriff pulls Derek out, but the camcorder is lost. And so this is something where I feel it's like, oh, it's weird that we're seeing this camcorder footage. How are we seeing the camcorder footage if it's still in the fucking cave? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know that the camcorder was still in the cave. Like, you said that, but I don't remember that. Okay. Well, it might be. You might be right. It's just, it's, it's like weird. I feel like. It's like, did you ever see the movie End of Watch? Mm-hmm. They go back and forth between this like, regular sort of third-person like perspective camera, yeah. and then like body cams. And it's, it's weird. I don't know. I felt, that, I felt a little annoyed by that instead of thinking it was cool. Uh, they talk to the sheriff, and the sheriff's still kind of refusing to admit that it wasn't a bear. Yeah. Until like, he's like, come on, you saw. You were down there. And he goes, well, I didn't get a good look at it, but it looked like it was past due for extinction yeah boing whatever but also it's dead now so who gives a shit yeah uh also did they ever explain why it goes through 30 year hibernation cycles yeah cause dinosaurs sleep for 30 years That's I don't new. remember that being a thing about dinosaurs it yeah. just it's very it doesn't make any sense was it sense. the lysine contingency from Jurassic Park Boom. we shit on this episode it was kind of fun though like honestly other than the not being off the pterodactyl it's fine. Yeah. Like, I've seen worse. I like the old black guy character, mm. and, like, he comes up enough to keep me entertained. Uh, yeah. I thought it was an effective episode, if not as good as the second one. Yeah. Definitely the, better than the third. If the, I would say so far, in terms of ranking episodes, uh, second is my favorite, and yeah. this fourth one right behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the first one and the third one. Yeah. Is the, third uh, one's just terrible. Distant. Distant. I'm still in, though. It hasn't completely lost me. Yeah. I is losing. If these next couple episodes don't give me something, like, good. Well, Chris, that's, uh, on this YouTube video, one of the comments said this. Hey, man, upload the rest of the show. I want to watch that giant bug lady and poo my pants. <laughs> oh, giant bug lady. So they're getting excited for a giant bug lady. I'm into point. it. Uh, I have some final thoughts on these things. Yeah. Um, episode three, 
when he's talking to Chloe for the first time, Derek, and Chloe's in the hotel room, there's a knock on the door, and it's room service, but he goes, right. Would you order uh, <laughs> goes, She goes, Chilean sea bass. <laughs> but she says it like that, like yeah. it's, the, it's the fanciest thing in the world. You can get that at TGI Fridays now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but then he's like, would you order a male prostitute? It's like, oh, you could have just said prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's the scene where he says, uh, what does it come on a bed of? And she goes, yes. Bas- she goes, basmati rice. And he says, I knew it. Goes along with my theory that all fancy food comes on a bed of something. What are you? What? Yeah. What? I is, don't, okay. Why is this in the show? You're not. Fu- it's not funny or interesting. Yeah, the, the, it was just very weird. Clean out that writers' room, and then yeah. uh, episode four. We oh, two things. One, the uh, the zoo guy when he's sitting on land, he's like, he's like uh, talking about how she's still hanging around Derek, and he goes, "Would it help if I got a lot of tattoos?" Does Derek have tattoos? I don't remember seeing a single one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then final thing, Derek's outgoing messages. Hey, you reached Derek. I'm not in right now. I'm either surfing the waves or surfing the web. Chris, what would be your terrible outgoing message that would fit that format? Oh, okay. Uh, it would be, hey, this is Chris. You've met me. I'm, uh, I'm not in right now. I'm either pounding some brews or pounding some... Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a slews. It would be like girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coos? Coos. There we go. There yeah, brews or coos. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. It's real uh, bad. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, this is Mac. I'm either resting or I'm also resting. <laughs> uh, anything you want to plug? This will be out Thursday. Uh, MacBlakeComedy.com for all your <laughs> Mac Blake needs, which are none. All your Mac Blake needs. They are plenty. You should get a uh, bird science. What's your name? Oh, uh, yeah. You can listen to it for free on Spotify or download and give it to me money, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Bird drugs is. Bird drugs. Of, there we go. Uh, I know it was bird related. Uh, I am at Chris Cubis on all social media. Keep an eye at ChrisCubisComedy.com for all my updates and whatnot. And I will see you next week. Might get you.